Stuff I Learned Yesterday, episode number 529, My Daughter, My Hero. Hello, everyone. My name is John McGrail. I went roller skating this past weekend, and I believe that if you're not learning, you're not living. Today, I'm talking about my only daughter and all that she's taught me. Yeah, so you may be saying, roller skating, so what? Well, back in 2008, I fractured my ankle while roller skating with my then seven-year-old daughter. As a daddy-daughter date, we were at a fundraising event, and I'd just come off the skating floor onto the carpeted area. I was going way too fast, lost my balance while my leg went under my body instead of out forward. And with the added weight of the skate, I couldn't turn my foot in the right direction, so I landed on top of it. I heard the pop, left immediately in a friend's car, straight to the ER. Another friend took my poor little girl home to my bride and her brothers. So it's a little bit of a big deal that I've put skates on again. Twice now, after that ordeal. And that's just one of the many adventures my girl and I have had together. So, changing things up just a little bit for the fun fact. You'll be prepared for tomorrow. Um, This episode was originally scheduled for November 16th, so I'm going to give you a couple of days that we are celebrating on that day, so you'll just be prepared for what you need to do for tomorrow. November 16th is National Fast Food Day. On this day, each year, people all across the country celebrate by going through the drive-thru, dining inside, or ordering their fast food to go. First popularized in the United States in the 1950s, fast food is considered any meal with low preparation time and served to a customer in a packaged form for quick dine-in, take-out, or take-away, and typically with a drive through Merriam-Webster Dictionary first recognized the term fast food in 1951. Following World War I, automobiles became popular and more affordable. At that time, drive-in restaurants were introduced. In 1921, White Castle, an American company founded by Billy Ingram and Walter Anderson in Wichita, Kansas, opened, selling hamburgers for five cents each. Anderson had opened the first White Castle in 1916 as a limited-menu, high-volume, low-cost, high-speed hamburger restaurant. The United States has the largest fast-food industry in the world, and American fast food restaurants are located in over 100 countries. Also observed annually on November 16th is National Button Day. Founded in 1938, the National Button Society recognized button collecting as an organized hobby. Both novice and advanced button collectors celebrate the enjoyment collecting on this day. Do you remember your grandmother or your mother moving the buttons off shirts and that were headed for the rag basket and collecting them in jars. Maybe you even played games or strung them for ornaments or crafts. The buttons were fun to stack into piles, sort by color or size, or scatter or slide them across the floor or table, making up different games each time. Crafters across the country utilize buttons in creative ways, and some of the best at finding new uses for old items. There are thousands of button collectors in the United States. Well, maybe you have a story about your button collection, or you want to talk about your favorite fast food. Mine is probably Arby's. That was my first job. 
And I'd love to have you tell it to us as part of the Friday Forum. The Friday Forum is your opportunity to share with me and the rest of the Stuff I Learned community. Your stuff can be anything up to 15 minutes and can be in your own voice or written. You can add your stuff to the Friday Forum in several ways. By calling 304-837-2278 and leaving a voicemail. By going to www.goldenspiralmedia.com feedback and uploading an audio file. Use the provided SpeakPipe widget, or you can just type out an email and send it that way. You've got just a few weeks left, so I'd get on it right away. Now, here's what I learned yesterday. It was President's Day weekend of 2001. As the CEO of the credit union that I was working, I was in charge of implementing a brand new debit card program over that weekend, and Tuesday after the holiday would be our first day operating with the new cards and helping our members with the transition. My staff was well prepared. They were top-notch professionals that were always marvelous at delivering excellent member service. And that was a great thing, as I called my two VPs before Tuesday morning dawned, to let them know that they would be carrying on without me. My bride had gone into labor. A little bit early, but nothing to worry about. She was our surprise baby. And by that I mean... With our first, we went ahead and found out that he was a boy. Being your first, we reasoned that it was best to prepare, since you're getting all of your baby gear and your clothing together for the first time. For our second child, coming only 19 months later, we decided, let's just see what we get. So we arrived at the hospital overnight and waited for our surprise. Our doctor was busy with us and another mother at the same time. So as he left our room saying, don't go anywhere without me, Well, you can probably tell where this is going. Our doctor was not yet back when our daughter met me first. In the midst of the moment of me catching her, the umbilical cord confusing everything that was going on, my bride's question of, what is it, was only met by my, I don't know. (laughs) Thankfully, I got some help rather quickly. And we knew that our baby name choice of Audrey would be the one. I'll always remember her babyhood probably clearer than our other three. Because during the birth, my bride tweaked her back. So it's not possible for her to some, sometimes get out of our bed and get to Audrey. So there would be many nights that I would go and get her, bring her to my bride, and then get her back to sleep. Sometimes multiple times at night. We spent many a night listening to music, dancing, and singing. I'll always treasure those memories. I was also driving 45 minutes each way to work during that season of life. So it was only divine grace that I never fell asleep at the wheel. Our girl has always been strong and independent. She's our child that's been the most athletic. From dance and gymnastics to volleyball to her current loves of cross country and basketball. She's graceful. She has great endurance. She's a great teammate to those around her. Her coaches have all, always commented that she's much harder on herself than they ever could be. She's driven, not only in athletics, but in her academics as well. She hasn't ever earned a B that I can remember. I'm sure there's been one, but her baseline is excellence. She's inspiring. She works hard, and she enjoys the satisfaction of what that work produces. We've enjoyed a lot of trips together. 
We've had great family vacations to the beach, trips to Disney World. She's camped with her Cub Scout brothers and loved it. She and I have been to more dance classes, gymnastics classes, and games of all kinds than I can ever put together. She calls me her greatest fan. And she's right. She tells her mom that I never tell her no. She might also be right. I'm sure that most kids could be described this way. I know everyone's own children are exceptional. I titled this episode that My Daughter's My Hero. And I know heroes. I've worshipped heroes since I was a child. A hero is someone who gives of themselves under overwhelming circumstances and still wins the day. And that is my girl. My girl's in the fight of her life right now. It's not about physical sickness, but more of an emotional battle. She's been keeping the struggle to herself for many years, but is now bravely coming forward, fighting to get better, even though the steps are not always forward. Sometimes they go backward as well. Here's what I learned. The struggle is real. What used to be an ironic statement around our house has become a truism. My girl's strength and independence have come under fire, and she is battling. I'm honored to fight and battle beside her. To watch someone going through a very real struggle is difficult. When it's your child, it's something altogether different. I'm so thankful that she is taking up the battle while she's still surrounded by people that love her and know her like none other. I'm thankful for her friends that keep her encouraged and pray for her regularly. I'm thankful for the sports that she still enjoys and gives a physical way for her to battle at the same time. I'm thankful for the struggle. That may sound counterintuitive, but it's true. In the struggle, you're able to really see who's with you. And our family is blessed with so many that are walking, battling, sometimes losing, but a good amount of time winning with us. My girl is a fighter under overwhelming circumstances, and she refuses to give in, no matter how long the fight. My girl is my hero. I'm John McGrail, and this has been Stuff I Learned Yesterday. Follow Golden Spiral Media on Twitter at GSM Podcasts and Facebook.com slash Golden Spiral Media. To subscribe to Stuff I Learned Yesterday, visit goldenspiralmedia.com slash subscribe. If you'd like to join our popular Facebook group, go to facebook.com slash groups slash Stuff I Learned Yesterday. If you've enjoyed this episode of Stuff I Learned Yesterday, I'd be grateful if you'd leave a review in iTunes by going to goldenspiralmedia.com slash iTunes. And please, pass this podcast along to a friend. Have a great day, everyone.